It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Safe podcasting. It's safe distancing podcasting. It's Wade and Ryan. It is the NFL draft. It is draft time. Draft time, everyone. It's the NFL draft podcast. Uh, We're cutting it to the wire here. Getting you a, a podcast tonight. Uh, so it's the NFL's turn to show the world that entertainment at home is terrible. Yes, it's time to see how. <laughs> We've had everyone showing us how not to do it. Now it's the NFL's turn. The best in the yeah, the best in the world is now taking their chance at Zoom to see if they're able to actually run a full Zoom conference uh, without getting hacked and someone shoving a wiener in the screen. Yeah. Um, so it's very exciting. This is the most obviously the most different NFL draft uh, we've ever experienced. Um, hopefully a lot of people are watching it. Ryan and I are talking about it, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, you know, and Ryan and I will both admit, I don't know a lot. Yeah, no. Well, it's uh, the thing is when, when you're older and you're married and now for me, especially, I, I've already got it in with my wife since I met her that I was an NFL fan. So she knows Sundays mm-hmm. are like a religion for me. So she doesn't say anything. If I try to bring in Saturdays into the equation, like, come on. Yeah. Well, especially like, if they're talking about, you know, they're also talking about doing the NFL. I am not successful enough to, to, to try that power move. Yeah. Uh, or have the power to pull that power move off. But if the NFL, as they'd say, one of the options they were talking about was doing games every night at one stadium. So you bring in, you have all the teams and they play every night. So if you imagine having, instead of all the games across a week, you spread them across every night. So two games a night. So everyone just lives in like a hotel for <laughs> play in, literally play the whole in one season. area and they use that one stadium. So you did in Vegas and everyone just plays at that one stadium. And so every football night, there'd be football on at, you know, eight o'clock and or say seven o'clock and 10 o'clock every night. Again, I think that's pushing it, right? Because like you're asking people who people who live with people who don't like football, like you watch your football again, seven nights a week. Well, imagine for the TV industry, imagine because the NFL is already crushing Sundays. Imagine if you had NFL every night on prime time, it would destroy every, it would destroy every television show. Yeah. But then it turns into, it's just a scheduling nightmare, right? Because then, then you got to worry about rest days and like how many, is it just be a nightmare? I don't think they can do that. If you're only playing two games, two games a night over a week, so, you, so right, you're getting so you're 14 games if you did that, or if you had another one on weekends. It's a bit much. It's, it's a, a bit, bit much. I'm not going to watch football seven days a week. Like, it's an interesting thing. Especially living in England. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Like, all the oh, it games is. Would be, Don't it would be an absolute nightmare. By the way, if I'm coughing or adjusting my throat, it's because I have acid reflux, which is great in this time and age. Basically, as soon as I eat or drink something, I cough, hack, and uh, red wine really doesn't help it. So uh, hacking away at this. Uh, We'll go through a lot of the NFL news. We're going to go through a lot of stuff. We're going to do our draft previews. I and Ryan and I would first like to send a big heartfelt thought to the McManus family. Uh, uh, Kevin McManus. um, He's an NFL in London original. NFL in London original. Kevin would come. Uh, He's a Giants fan. Uh, And Kevin's father, uh, Pat, uh, was a frontline worker. He's a nurse, 40 years experience, uh, passed from the COVID virus. Um, The whole McManus family is... Uh, devastated and we'd like to send our big hugs out to you guys i wish we could hug you guys right now miss you guys thinking of you guys your dad is a hero for doing this and uh knowing that he was going to face this look forward to raising a drink to him look forward to raising a drink to your dad guys uh and you know kevin and steven and adrian that uh, we give you a big hug and 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 just so sad for your loss and sad for the loss of everyone out there a lot of people that we're starting to see you know there's a trickle down where we're starting to see Friends and families of people you know, uh, it's real. And uh, don't be stupid. The weather is out there is nice, but there's no reason to be and, be and put be us all at risk. We're, we're flattening this curve. We're flattening this curve. We were like 
taken down. Don't be like the Atlanta Falcons in the second half no, of the exactly. Super Bowl. No, exactly. 28 to 3. You got a 28 to 3 lead. Exactly. Good analogy, Brian. We're up 28 to 3. Well, absolutely not. We're literally losing like 100 to nothing. But we're slowly coming back and we're going to take the lead soon. All right. So we've got to address that now. We've got to address the Gronk in the room. Um, Look. He's back, baby. You know what the best part is? Uh, My favorite thing about Gronk. Um, did it was that the WWE was just like just say no he's still the yeah. defending champion and even if yeah, he's in the time. middle of a game someone could challenge him for that belt and that he, would be he, the greatest by the way the greatest uh, touchdown celebration ever would be Gronk defending his title oh it'd be great <laughs> I think it would be great too is one wrestler decides to attack him when he has uh, 11 teammates that are massive you know <laughs> Gronk's not the biggest guy try to get through Gronk get through that offensive lineman because all those uh, WWE guys were failed football players uh, including the Rock. It's, it's an interesting signing because it's it's you wonder if it's now that with Tom Brady and and then seeing Gronk come back immediately is does that magic of the Patriot way people are saying like oh well they literally like yeah Gronk is like I'd rather not play than play yeah once Bell- <laughs> once Brady moves he's like I'm back baby so again I think without Tom Brady it's going to be much harder for the Patriots to recruit people yeah. Because a lot of people now are seeing, like, oh, my God, they want to go and have some fun. Yeah, um, and, and they want to go up for it. And you know what? You look at Gronk. I don't think he's played a full season since 2011. No, he's lost a lot of weight, so he's yeah. got, he'll put the weight back on. You know, he's still Gronk. He's still young. Like, you yeah. got to remember, he retired around 29. Yeah. So um, if anyone could come back, he's healthy. So I think it's a great signing. I think it's fun for Tampa. And the funny thing is, as I, I've just noticed now, since Tom's off the Patriots. Yeah. This means nothing to me. Gronk coming back, welcome back. Yeah, Gronk. well, you're a Bills fan. You're as division. long as you're not coming <laughs> yeah. back to the Patriots, welcome back. Well, obviously for me in the NFC, but I'm, not, I'm NFC North, so it doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, the interesting things about the whole Gronk situation is obviously his injuries. He's taking the time off, you know, and remember the time we were at the, uh, at the talking to Tom Brady's doctor. Ryan and I were at a bar, and we met Tom Brady's family doctor, who told us a lot of secrets. And he told us that one of the secrets is that Rob Gronkowski tried TB12 diet, and as a result of which, he got like something like 13 fractures in like seven weeks. He just said because he wasn't eating meat, he was doing all these you no know, tomatoes and everything like that. He was getting cracked up all it's the time. Completely different positions, so. And it is, and so I think now that Gronk getting away from Tom's trainer, uh, eating his own diet, working out. He's had some fun. He's got CBD. You know, he's been chilling out. It's just fun. I like that. I'm talking about Tampa Bay is going to be fun. Uh, it's a real shame that, like, all this is happening. And the fans, all these Tampa fans, they won't even be able to get to go watch Tom. It's just, no. it's really, like, considering the excitement of the draft, it also is just steeped in sadness, uh, I find. Like, you're like, oh, isn't this going to be great when we, oh, yeah, yeah right, we can't. It is, it is that, uh, that tremendous bite down of 2020 that, Everyone's excited. This is a, it's, it's like, I equate it to getting a bicycle for Christmas in that, especially when you come from Canada where it's snowy outside and you're like, oh, I got a bicycle. I can't use it for four months. You know, you're excited about yeah. this toy to play with, but you know, you can't use it for forever. In Britain, I guess it would be like getting, I don't know, uh, I'm just trying to, something. Swimsuits. Yeah, it could be. Wet, sunscreen. Water's not warm yeah, enough. sunscreen. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's a very difficult thing. You know, there's going to be some issues they're going to address, but. It's it, re- it's an exciting it's exciting. It, for we, yeah, we have to do remember like a lot of people do talk. This is still like a gr- Gronk. Yes, he hasn't played a bit. Even in his last year, he was not the no, game Dominic. wrecker that Gronk was the years before. So 
again, we have to see how his body holds up. This looks like a great signing. It looks, it really makes me wonder what they're going to do with O.J. Howard, if he's going to be moved yeah. tonight. Like, if I were a team like uh, the Green Bay Packers, I would be trying to make a move for O.J. Howard. Like, they need a playmaker, especially all these teams in the NFC, seeing Tampa Bay. Yeah. I think right now, people got to make a move. Or if I were Tampa, they're probably going to send O.J. Howard over to the AFC. You would, you would be smart. They're not going to make any one of their potential playoff opponents stronger. Well, I think I looked at them for the Bears because they just got to retray Burton. But apparently we have nine... Something like nine tight ends rostered yeah, somehow. Um, but, you know, he's obviously be good. I, again, I don't think he is going to go to the a- NFC. I would imagine you'd want to get rid of him, think, jump yeah, him off somewhere else. I think, yeah, to the AFC. Um, you can see the Patriots coming in, making a move for him. Well, um, this is the big thing is that Marquise Lee was signed with the Patriots today. So they got him for – they originally had a four-year, $38 million contract with the Jags. Signed now for one year. Yeah. Okay, uh, like, this is like – it's just a weird Patriots team. Like, you're looking at this Patriots team with – Brian Hoyer, Marquise Lee, Nikhil Harry. Like, yeah. It's just weird. Like It's it's great. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Um, well, my, new porn, to... my new porn. I don't watch porn. I just bring up the Patriots roster. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, that is married life. Um, you know, Percy Harvin, uh, which just came back, said he would like to play uh, again. Uh, but, I mean, how many times yeah, could this well, guy I'll get tell broken? You what, lots of teams who have signed Percy Harvin would have liked Percy Harvin to yeah. play. Uh, the problem is he's a, he's a, he's a game-breaker, but he's 32, hasn't played in years. He had mental health issues. Um, he always got injured. So he's a, again, as long as he's fast, he'll get a shot. You know, guys like Ted Ginn stuck around. Yeah. So the, I think he's just putting his name out there, see what happens maybe. So I think someone will give him a shot. But compared to the speedsters already on the Buccaneers lineup, yeah, you're not going to be faster. Yeah, I don't think the Bucs are going to go for him. Yeah, all. you're not going to be faster. You're not going to be bigger than and faster than some of the guys have already got there. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be funny to see how Julian Edelman handles this uh, being yeah. left on the island by himself. He oh, yeah. so furious. Well, let's see. It'd be funny. They'll probably cut him or trade him. That would be funny. Um, Tom Brady has had some old man issues, though, as of late. Uh, as we know, he was uh, kicked out of a park um, for uh, inappropriate behavior. Yeah, because Derek Jeter's mansion didn't have enough space. Doesn't uh, yeah? He's like, I need to go to a park where I can get caught. So he got busted at that, and then he was also caught. So, uh, go, go, Tom Brady breaking the rules. That's yeah. Shocking, shocking. Yeah, I know. Uh, cheating, and then he wo- he walked into some guy's home. That's very funny. Uh, so apparently, he walked into. He thought he was meeting with one of his coaches. Uh, he walked into this house. There's a guy sitting in his living room. TB12 walks in. Doesn't even acknowledge him. He drops his bags on the his, floor. Like he's living in Derek Jeter's mansion. But I guess he thought. I guess it's a neighbor. So like how did you get that wrong? Oh, I'm sorry. Is this not my mansion? Yeah. Uh, and someone else, no, he thought it was. All he thought the it was mansions the coaches. on this street live. So he um, thought it was another coach, and he was going to meet this coach for the Bucks. He walked into his house with duffel bags, and this guy sitting in the house going, "Who are you?" Tom Brady's like, "Oh my God, I'm in the wrong house," and he just quickly ran out. Okay. I would be like, "Lock the door." No, you're staying here. Press charges, Tom Brady. Oh, I would just be like, so let's Breaking talk. Breaking and entering. Let's talk football. Uh, so uh, what else we got? Uh, the, the the Jacksonville Jaguars continue to hemorrhage. Uh, Yannick and Kiwe. Uh, Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Uh, they're looking at uh, trading him to the Vegas uh, Raiders. Yeah. Uh, they're hanging over nose in 19th because Jacksonville has 19th. Vegas has 19th and 12th pick. Yeah. I think Jacksonville would like the 12th pick. Of 19th course they would, would satisfy right? themselves. The, the, the other thing is when you do a trade like this, you also have to give them a big contract. So that has to come into play. So to give up the 12th pick, I don't think the Raiders would do it because I think the Raiders are going to get... They'll be in position to get one of the best receivers, which I think they desperately need. So Yeah. Uh, I think that would be a great signing for the Raiders, though. I think Ngakwe is literally in a Twitter fight with his GM 
right now. So yeah. I think he's pretty much going to go. Um, but Jacksonville is going to be a nightmare. Jacksonville will be a nightmare. I mean, uh, They're definitely uh, the worst team. Pecon put out a statement basically saying, thanks to the fans for paying attention. We will do the best we can. Um, you know, but losing the fans, obviously there was that tumultuousness with the London games. Getting a team that just basically fell apart, and you have to look at your front office for that. Yeah, you know, you it's your owner, two, but it's your general manager. We also it. have the two grumpiest people in Doug Marone and yeah. Tom Coughlin running the show. Tom Coughlin's like ninety running the show. This is what happens when you try to bring in like this military disciplinarian and it doesn't in work. today's players. Like, and it just doesn't Con, fly. Yeah. Con's gonna have to look at especially this, especially if you don't have the right. Even though Coughlin does have a Super Bowl, but uh, he's got a couple, but. It just doesn't fly with today's players unless you have, like, a Tom Brady. But when you have what Jacksonville had, which was such a great AFC uh, ability, strong defense, and to watch it wither and fall apart, it's like watching, you know, uh, you know, someone walk in with a wedding cake and fall and slip on the floor, and you're like, oh, it was going to be a beautiful wedding, and now it's just a mess. We all have to eat off the floor. Um, it's it's uh, sad to see what's happening with Jacksonville. Other big uh, issue that they're talking about now, too, is Trent Williams. Uh, he wants to leave Washington, obviously. Uh, looks like uh, Cleveland is going to be the target. Washington yeah, looking to trade. We've been about Cleveland for a while now. Again, I think he's another guy who wants a big contract. He's 31-year-old. 30, he's a pro bowler. You, know, yeah. you don't get many great left tackles. I think he sat out last year, so you know he's definitely healthy. Yeah. But, uh, again, what are you going to give up for him? Is anyone going to give up a first? I doubt it. So. Well, it all depends who's going to want to protect him, obviously, because you, you get a guy like that, it's going to give you some good protection. Cleveland obviously needs it. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers are going to have to start looking for, for some of that as well. They've got some good space, unlike the Patriots. Uh, well, the Patriots have a lot of picks this year. Um, so it's going to be interesting in terms of that. Also, in terms of the draft, one of the interesting things is uh, obviously the way that this draft is being held and the change in the draft. I put a picture up on our Facebook and our Instagram page of the original draft that happened back in the 60s, uh, where it was all done on shockboard. And each team had 30 minutes. Um, so imagine back then how long it took and that obviously people got really pissed off and they cut it down to 15 minutes the following year because Pete Rizal was just like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, on smoke so plans. now everything, it's interesting now that I think a lot of things, you, run, you wonder how much is relied on, on your public personnel or AI. You know, how many, of these, how many of these guys basically are running everything? You've got a computer department, you're running it through with all the projections going, if this happens, this happens, this happens. Mm -hmm. And running simulations. Like when I worked for DraftKings, that's what people did. I think we were watching a fantasy football draft. Let's hope, I bet you Bill O'Brien's going to be on auto draft accidentally. Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's pick comes in immediately. It's like, wow, that was fast. And they uh, show him and he's changed himself into a potato. Yeah. I don't know how to, how do I, no one's really. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talk. You know, we go through, I've sort of looked at the first sort of 20 uh, picks personally, what I think is going to happen. Yeah. So I we will preface this with my. I do not. I do not know these players as well as I should. I know it from yeah. why I've been trying to get up on them. Uh, I have an idea of the top twenty, but after that, I'm, I'm no third round expert. In no, the draft, when it comes down to those third rounds, I don't think many people are watching. If you are, I mean, obviously there's not a lot on TV yeah. for us in the UK to be able to watch it this late. It'll very difficult. Be like Super Bowl ratings. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Everyone who's going to stay up, but <clears throat> we'll go through some of our sort of picks. Look at some of the top guys. Um, interesting to see if there are going to be people. There's talk that Atlanta wants to to, to move mm -hmm. up. That Miami wants to move up. How much do people want Joe Burrow? Um, and, you know, obviously I love calling him uh, Joe Exotic the Tiger King because yes, that's what he is. He was great. from the LSU Tigers, could be playing for the Bengals. His name is Joe Burrow. Joe Exotic the Tiger King. 
that could be one reason he's like, I don't want to play for the Bengals. But he said he'd play for anyone, so he's probably going to go for the Bengals. Joe Exotic. So first off pick, uh, Joe Burrow. I have him going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes, of course. I think this is obvious. I think Cincinnati, who's notoriously known for screwing up first-round quarterbacks in the past with, like, Akili Smith. Carson, Carson Palmer was good, but they got injured. Uh, David Klingler back in the day. Um so they cannot mess this up. They cannot trade it. People in Cincinnati are desperate for this. He's a game changer. You've got to take him, bro. Got to take it. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much a lock. Uh, I mean, as much as everyone wants to look for him and try to find him, Joe Burrow, officially signed. Boo, Goodell. Yeah, boo. Goodell, Boodell. Yeah, are you saying Boo Earns or Boodell? Yeah. Um, number two, <clears throat> Washington Redskins needed something. And they need defense, and I've got them taking Chase Young. I mean, he's probably the best guy in this whole draft. Of course, oh, yeah. He Ohio looks like State. a Miles, Miles Garrett. They saw what um, Joe, uh, Nick Bosa did last year, so why wouldn't you go with another Ohio State beast? Mm-hmm. Uh, coming off the edge, best player. Everyone says best player in the draft, so definitely take him. Definitely going to add something. You know, Washington had some close games last year. There was actually, surprisingly, that uh, you know while they were blown out, a lot of them, they actually put up a fight in some of them. McLaurin was great, uh, so it would be nice <clears throat> if we had some depth on that defense. Uh, next up, we got Miami, um, and I've got them moving up and uh, taking Justin Herbert. Ooh, yeah, that, there's a lot of talk about this. I don't know if that's just because the whole talk's been tanked for Tua for literally. Well, Tua to me is too small, too many injuries, and that Wonder Kid uh, test. Uh, Wonderlick. Wonderlick. He's just. Uh, I, I just. I think that there might be too many questions, and Herbert. Had a great. He's had a great Such career. Such a and safe move. It's a question. Unless you, you have to think that Herbert's going to be like again franchise quarterback who take you to multiple playoffs for ten years. I think the thing with Tua is people are like, can you get 10, 15 years at this guy? And I don't know if you can. I still think Miami's going to go Tua. Uh, I think this is all just smokescreen because they're just trying to push Tua back. Mm-hmm. So maybe they can just sit at five, maybe, and even just hold on to him. But I think Detroit's in a really good spot, and they should absolutely trade down. Yeah. Uh, so I've got number four now. I've got uh, the New York Giants uh, taking Tristan Wirfs, uh, offensive tackle uh, from Iowa, I think it was. Uh, they obviously need they need someone to protect. Yeah, of course. When you get Daniel Jones... And you got Saquon Barkley. The number one you need is someone to protect him. So you get the best tackle when you got the fourth pick. Get the no-brainer. It looks like Wilfs is supposed to yeah. be uh, one of the best. So, yeah. again, Giants, don't mess this up. Be, don't be safe. Protect your investment in Daniel Jones. And Saquon, you need someone to break up. You need someone to create some holes for him. The problem was he was not getting any separation. He wasn't getting anywhere. He was getting one yard and stuff. So having a good uh, having Wilfs as an offensive tackle is going to help. Uh, I now have Detroit uh, switching with Miami. And I've got them taking in Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Uh, from Ohio State, cornerback, obviously with uh, Slayton uh, leaving. Um, yeah, I think that's exactly what they've done. They've got to build up your defense. You've got enough of an offense there. You've got to build some more uh, pieces to it. But having this guy, he's just a wonder kid. He just picks off everything. Uh, so I think they would take him. Yeah, I agree. I think Detroit, especially losing Slay, um, they got yeah. they got to get, get the best corner in the draft. Because having a shutdown corner is so valuable, especially the way people aired out this year. Yeah. Um, so... I think it's an absolute no-brainer that Matt Patricia needs. No problem. All right. All right, so now we move on to number six. Uh, six pick, L.A. Charger. I have them taken to... Uh, it's like, check the back of the router. That's what I call it, check the back of the router. Yeah, uh, well, because it doesn't have an... It's, it's very strange because the... Samoan, Hawaiian, so yeah. The Hawaiian Samoan Yeah. But so uh, I, I have him going to the Chargers only because, you know, they're going to want to take a quarterback. I think that Herbert is going to be someone that, you know, people are worried about the health of him. And, you know, everyone's, they've said what, uh, 
what's his name is going to be uh, uh, the quarterback there, um, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. That's not going to happen. The really funny thing about if you think about this now, where I think going into this draft, everyone was saying this is like the most important pick in the draft because um, you need a quarterback. You're going to move into that new stadium. You need to sell tickets. Now there's no more tickets to sell. Yeah. So you don't really have to worry about that argument right now. So you can maybe even push that back and go with maybe the best offensive lineman if you're not sold on, on Tua. Well, you're still going to, you're still going to like create. Because that is actually funny. So the Chargers are going to be like, yeah, whatever. We'll you still have to create hype. You still have to create hype on it. And I was reading this article actually uh, from a, a, a writer for the New York Times who wrote about uh, what the San Diego Chargers were going to pick today. And he kept referencing the San Diego Chargers. And I realized the New York Times are idiots. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, how long, I, It's going to be really interesting to see how many tickets they can sell. And if they don't have a big name, if they don't get someone like Cam Newton. Like, The Rams are right now a struggling team that's kind of weirdly on the decline from the Super yeah. Bowl. So, and, so if you have two teams in L.A. that aren't creating any buzz, it's going to be a real hard sell. That's why I think two would be big for them. You know, the, the past year. I think so, too. Yeah, from a marketing perspective. You gotta get something because as someone who sat through Tyron Taylor, he's fun sometimes. You know, yeah. he, he's he's solid every now and then, but he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. No, but you know, I think that Miami's going to look at it smartly and go, "Look, we need a quarterback. We don't need a guy who's going to scramble that gets hurt." Uh, and maybe LA wants that. They want a guy because Philip Rivers was a very stagnant, didn't really run that much of the quarterback. So having a guy who's exciting that can run, can spread the ball around, that has this sort of excitement to it. Um, but, you know, if you, but if you don't have the line to protect Tua, Tua's a risky gamble. Sure, because, it is. he's a risky because anyway. Because of his injury injury history. So you can't ha- be on a team with no offensive line and say, we're going to put Tua behind it and get him killed. Like, absolutely no way. I, I think wherever he goes, he, he gets redshirted until Tyron Taylor basically Look, screws man, up. there's a potential that Tua doesn't go in the first round. There is a potential. No, I, there is no, a potential. I, don't I think. See Look, that happening. There, it may not happen. But what I'm saying is, more, Aaron and more, type more and more people are having that sort of uh, looking at his injuries, looking at his size, and going, "Is he worth it?" I don't know. And, and you don't want to get lambasted. You don't want to pull a, a Mitch Trubisky like the Bears did. But also, then there's also the Aaron Rodgers, right? Who slipped at like 22 yeah. or something. So again, it could be that it puts that extra chip on your shoulder, gives him that extra motivation. So. Someone, I, I could see, like, if he slips into the teens, I could see someone like the Patriots, who've got a load yeah. of picks, coming in to make their move for, for I think that would be a great pick. I'd be furious. Well, yeah. But, uh, so it probably 100%. Is well, happen. I mean, the Patriots did offer to fix all of the cameras, the internal cameras, yeah. and the Zoom operations of every NFL team, which I thought was very yeah, nice of mine. Yeah. It was great that they said, if you need help with your cameras or anything else, we've got them in there anyway. Uh, pick number seven, Carolina uh, Panthers, who need a lot. Uh, I've got them taking from Auburn, Derek Brown, a defensive end. Um, he is amazing. He's a big dude. He's very fast. He's possibly one of the best DEs you're going to get in the game. And Carolina needs defense. Yeah, I think they're either going to go with that or go with that. Uh, I think Isaiah Simmons. Uh, yeah, he's, who's, u, again, because he's a lose, linebacker yeah, from Clemson. Because yeah. you lost Keekly. You lost a guy who was literally that... Yeah. The, the quarterback of that defense. So to bring in someone like, from what I've read about... Um, Isaiah, to, yeah. yeah, Isaiah to come in and be able to basically just step in and be that guy because he, he's played. I think he's played like safety linebacker. He's, and a, he's, he's a, a utility. He's a defense. Yeah, yeah. So to have a guy like that is exciting. And I think right now there's they have so many questions. They, I think they got their guy on offense. Now they need yeah. their kind of quarterback on defense. Well, I think uh, Brown is like six. He's like six five three twenty. 
Uh, so he's kind of got you want. You know, yeah. he's a big but dude. It, it's hard because pass rushers must have one of the highest bust rates out of any position, I imagine. Because to find like a true, consistent pass rusher is one of the hardest things. That's why they make so much money. Yeah. And if the drop-off from Chase Young, who's almost guaranteed to be good, yeah. to this guy is so big, I, don't, I almost think it's not worth it. The higher pick. Well, you know, you look at it too, the way that everyone hyped Jadamian Clowney, you know, and uh, look what look happened. Look at him, he's still sitting on there. He's still sitting waiting for money. So you don't know what it's going to be like. You, it's always work ethic with these guys. What are you going to do? What are you going to put into it? Next comes up is Atlanta at eight pick. Um, have been There's been rumors they want to trade up, they want to move up. I have them taking cornerback CJ Anderson. Uh, you know, they, they pick? I thought they, they were the 16th pick. Didn't they trade oh, up? Oh, I've got them to trade yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I have them up. trading up with Arizona. Yes, that's right. Um, I have them trading with Arizona, so I didn't announce that. I should announce that I, I have people trading. Uh, mm-hmm. I have them trading up uh, for the sixth pick uh, with uh, Arizona. or it's, Yeah, eighth, switch, eighth, eighth to 16th. So I have them switching and taking C.J. Anderson cornerback. Yeah, they definitely need that shutdown And he's probably corner. one of the best corners. He's a huge cornerback. You get the second best corner. Again, having a shutdown corner, especially in that division when you're going to have Tom Brady coming in with all those weapons. Yeah. You've got Drew Brees with Michael Thomas. Like You need you a pick need machine. A you need a pick machine. There are rumors that... Atlanta's trying to get all the way up to number two, but like they did for Julio Jones. Yeah, you think that, they want to take Chase up. Young? Yeah, yeah, that is the rumor. I don't see that happening because going back to 16 is just... Well, Dimitrov, a, interesting fact, I think Dimitrov is traded up at every draft. Yeah, he does love to move. He's a Canadian boy, man. You got to love the guy. I uh, guess I have to now. Yeah, after now. <laughs> University of Guelph. Uh, we move up to number 10 then. I'm oh, sorry, number nine. I've got uh, Jacksonville. Uh, taking Javon uh, Curlaw, uh, South Carolina defensive tackle. They obviously need defense. Yeah, again, yeah, because they pretty much shipped everyone out. Um, you know, they got Josh Allen. They're going to lose Ngakwe, so they're going to have something to replace him. If they get another number one pick, they've been just putting all this, again, what are they going to do with Fournette? Mm-hmm. Are they going to move Fournette? Because on offense, yes, you got Minshew and you got Chark, who was good last year, but... Outside of that, I just don't. I think you also need some weapons if you're gonna. If you really believe in Gardner Minshew, you gotta give him some help. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be regardless a long season in Jacksonville. So I think if you believe in Gardner Minshew, focus your efforts on improving around him. Well, you also need these guys that are locker room leaders. You know, they might be rookies coming into this, but these guys led their locker rooms in college, and you need some leadership going into there. You need people that you can attribute to because it's toxic. You know, Jacksonville has had a toxic, toxic. Locker room. Uh, so, you know, I think they're going to have to make some defensive moves. They're going to have to make some bold Seeing moves. toxic in politics. There's just uh, Jacksonville players opening the beaches. Oh, God. It's a nightmare in Jacksonville. Yeah. In Jacksonville <laughs> is... Uh, they walk is, to their own beach. the Tiger King. Uh, so I've got them trading up for that. Uh, so Jacksonville. Number 10, I have is Cleveland. Uh, Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle. Yes. I think this is an uh, absolute must. Baker got killed last year. Yeah. If you're going to, especially with the weapons he has, like making sure to give him an offensive line, especially guy who's not, not that tall, is going to be huge. He's super accurate, but Baker was throwing off his back foot yeah. almost every game. And if you believe in him, again, yeah, like help him. Yeah. So I think this is an absolute must. For Cleveland is offensive line. You know, the offensive line, when you start looking at it, the guys that I've got, the offensive tackles make up a bulk of the first round. Yeah. And they need to be because your quarterbacks are getting creeped. You need big guys to keep up with these fast defenses. So at number 11, I have the New York Jets uh, taking Jedrick Wills uh, from Alabama offensive tackle. Yeah, again, same argument. You know, same you got thing. Darnold. Again, 
Jets also, I could see the Jets going receiver. You know, they lost Robbie Anderson. Don't really have any weapons for Darnold. You got yeah. heavy on Bell, but I could see them going for like a C.D. Lamb. They or could, a Jerry yeah. Judy, because I think. But if you got no time to throw it again, you know? there's there's Tooney from the Patriots that I know the Jets wanted, so they could maybe make a move for him. But again, you got to give Darnold some help because he needs help offensive line, but he also needs someone to pass to. And right now, just Jets just feel like they this have is, a lot of they yeah. have a lot of holes, and I don't this is know. A, what you know, the big they've they've taken some they've been luck with some Alabama guys before. You know, you start bringing this Alabama alumni, this sort of pedigree of great players, and I think it would work well for them. Uh, you know, put pairing them together for the Jets. Number twelve pick. I have a trade. Uh, I have the Las Vegas Raiders trading with Jacksonville uh, because obviously with Yannick. Uh, that they're going to take the 12th pick. And that would mean that the uh, Jacksonville, I have them taking Isaiah Simmons, uh, linebacker from Clemson. Again, yeah. Again, they've been shipping out players. So to get a guy like that who's an all-around weapon, great pick. Again, I don't know if uh, you'll get the 12th pick for Ngakwe. Well, it's either 12 or 19. Just because he's been causing such a problem and not helping his stock with all yeah. his uh, Twitter fights. So I think maybe the 19th pick. But if not, if the Raiders stay... I see them definitely going receiver. Well, what we'll only do is top is, is 15. So number 13, I have San Francisco 49ers taking CeeDee Lamb, uh, Oklahoma wide receiver. Yeah, I think they have to, um, especially they let Emmanuel Sanders go. Yeah. Uh, again, they got Marquise Goodwin, but you can't depend on him. He's always hurt. Uh, so they definitely need some weapons for Garoppolo because you saw it in the Super Bowl. We couldn't get – Garoppolo needed that kind of go-to receiver. Yeah. So this is a must, I think, for the Niners to get a receiver. Number 14, I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking Ezra Cleveland offensive tackle. Big yeah. dude, need offensive. Say, yeah, if you're going to protect Brady, and especially if it's going to be the Bruce Arians type of offense, which is throw down the field, that means Brady's going to have to sit in the pocket a lot more. So you're definitely going to need protection. Protect your investment in the old man. Don't let Brady get hit. Uh, yeah, and so I'll give you my last pick. Number 15, I have Denver Broncos taking Jerry Judy. Uh, Alabama wide receiver. Listen, yeah, that's a great, especially across from uh, Sutton uh, with Drew Locke in yeah. there. You know, uh, if he can get his offense going, no, he's got some no running offense. backs. I think they got a they got a good potential offense. You know, again, it's all going to depend on the development of Drew Locke. But everyone knows if you're going to have a quarterback like the Bills have done with Josh Allen, someone who's yeah. known to have a big arm but accuracy issues, you got to surround him with talent, and that's the only way it's going to work. You can't expect him to just win the game for you on his own. Denver had some up and down games last year, but they were exciting. I was, uh, you know, a fan of wanting to see what they can do, and uh, it could be interesting to see if they can get Drew Locke controlled and get him confident. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see what uh, what you know he's able to finally build around the team. Anyway, that's it for our draft predictions. Uh, Ryan and I are going to stay up and watch the draft. We will be trying to do as much social media as possible. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Stay safe. Stay at home. We hope that uh, we'll keep you up to date with all the NFL news as we know it. Um, but, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen yeah, for the season. Enjoy the shit show draft. Enjoy tonight. the shit show, but at least the NFL is keeping us entertained. Exactly. Thank you, NFL. Thank you, NFL. <laughs> and thank you, guys. Subscribe, listen, share, live, laugh, and love.